Welcome to Expert Views on ADR Ever, a podcast about simplifying the traditional African method of settling disputes or the appropriate dispute resolution ADR in a bid to attract more users to settle their disputes or conflicts with ombuds, mediation, arbitration, collaborative law, restorative justice, early dispute resolution, negotiation, conciliation, and of course, early neutral evaluation. My name is Chinwe Ebonike, the marketing liaison of Ombuds Day 2024 American Bar Association Dispute Resolution and the host of Expert Views on ADR Ever video podcast show. I'm delighted to welcome Kimberly Williams to the Ever show. She is a former diplomat and vice president of People, Culture and Compliance. Kimberly is a top leader, writer and speaker on workplace bullying. She wears many hats, so I've left the link to her profile. Let me stop sharing now. Welcome to the show, Kimberly. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for yeah. having me. Thank you. Such an honor to have you. So without further ado, um, the first question is, what is ADR and does it present a suitable mechanism for advancing bullying? Yeah, so my general philosophy is it's better to address problems when they're small than before they become big. And especially for companies now, the stakes have never been higher. You know, the the cost of lawsuits have exploded. You can see jury awards, which are far more sympathetic to plaintiffs these days than in the past. You know, where one discrimination claim, you know, recently in Dallas, Texas, I think went for over $300 million. so the, the normal response for a company tends to be, how do I make this go away? How do we press on the complainant to, to keep things quiet? There, there's a whole bunch of machinery that goes into place that is far more costly than just addressing the problem um, or trying to address it at a million different points before it gets to the costly lawsuit. Oh, okay. Thank you so very much. So um, are there laws and regulations in place um, to prevent um, work place bullying and also the um is there any um employers legal obligations in place as well so there's a bit of a loophole in the united states that a group of folks are trying to kind of rectify so in a lot of other countries you do have very specific laws around bullying the u.s actually does not um There are a couple of bills um, that have been introduced in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Rhode Island, I think it's already passed the Senate. And then New York City has a bill number. And um, there's a big effort to start introducing this in a lot of the states. But right now, what we basically have is discrimination law that can protect against bullying. But it's problematic for two reasons. Um, One is that it only covers protected characteristics. And so it can get there, there's an out for an employer if, say, you have a person who's just mean to everybody, well, then it, it's no longer tied to, you know, uh, race, gender, religion, yeah, exactly. all these other things. And then the other big problem with U.S. law is a lot of times you have to prove intent. Hmm. So somebody could be really cruel. They could block you out of meetings. They could do things that hurt your career. They could scream at you, yell at you, do all these things. But if you can't tie it to say racism or sexism, mm-hmm. you have to basically read their mind to know why they're doing it. So it, it places way too much on the complainant. Um, and I think this is why over 50 million American workers have kind of suffered because of this. 
Hmm. Well, so thank you so very much. So when reporting um bullying at the workplace, what are the common barriers um that the employees face? Um, honestly, it's fear. It's fear hmm. all the way around. Um, you know, as someone who sits in the room with people who've been accused of bullying, they're terrified, the company's terrified, the complaint's terrified, HR is usually terrified, <laughs> everybody's scared. Yeah. And it creates a lot of issues. And I think particularly mm -hmm. for employees, there's so many stories out there of somebody who complained to HR about bullying and then it got worse. And mm -hmm. so they're afraid to even report it. And so mm -hmm. to me, it's the fear that, mm -hmm. that really hurts everyone. Oh, okay, because I was about asking to what extent are employees encouraged to report. Uh, so from your answer, well, they, 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 at, at the workplace, they, they are not really encouraged to report bullying, is it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's worse than that. They're encouraged to report it, but then nothing gets done or worse. There's retaliation when they do. Okay. And so what cultural nuances aid and abate um, such um, behaviors or offenses? I think a lot of it is is structural and it's built in from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the laws that have been written around labor were really kind of started by law firms that protect the employers. So there's just so many more resources in place. And even HR, a lot of times, is trained by attorneys on how to protect the company. Mm -hmm. um, there are folks, myself included, who actually believe that by protecting the employee, you actually are protecting the company. Exactly. And so, yeah, it's just, it, it can be a matter of framing. And I do think that there are a lot of good employer, you know, employment lawyers who work with companies who do try to tell them like, look, your best response to a bullying complaint is to address it. It's free <laughs> to go and yeah. have a hard conversation. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times um, people aren't. So that's why I spend a lot of time trying to teach employees how to have leverage and how yeah. to point to things to make themselves safer when they engage in these things. And so I wanted to um, find out, do you have any idea on how many um, cases on bullying that has been reported in the U.S.? It's, it's hard to know, like in terms of what happens in individual companies from the standing that um, a lot of things get settled with non-disclosure agreements. So people are paid to not go public. And there's some alarming statistics of how mm -hmm. many are there. Um, there's a great website called Lift Our Voices. Okay. They do a good job. Yeah, they do a really wonderful, they're trying to get rid of NDAs, and I do think those will go away in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. More states are looking at those mm -hmm. so that there's more transparency. And so what we tend to lean on are what's called climate surveys. So like Workplace Bullying Institute, um, Glassdoor, okay. you know, they'll do these massive national surveys to say, have you been bullied at work? Mm -hmm. And that's where we're seeing, you know, 50 million, like really significant numbers wow. Mm -hmm. Um. Thank you so very much. So I want to ask uh, a very personal question, um, Kim. Uh, have you been bullied at um, your workplace? Absolutely. It's why oh. I care so much about this. And, oh. well. and, yeah, and a lot of the activists I meet have been bullied. And, and I think until you understand that pain and that fear, um, because, you know, in the U.S. where we don't really have great 
safety nets. You know, when your job is in danger, it can feel like your whole life is in danger and people will get physically sick. You know, they're, they can't sleep. You know, people are throwing up. There's so many ties to illnesses. There's now studies that show it leaves a scar on your brain. Um, it, it's, it's downright terrifying. A lot of people will even get PTSD just from this taking place at the work site. So did you report when that happened or, and how was it handled? I did. And at the time I was an HR chief. And so I couldn't report it to myself. <laughs> and, um, and it was really unusual because yeah. anyone else in my organization, we would, I'm always very, very strict about this. Even at my company now, if I hear anything wrong as yeah. a VP, I will pick up the phone and I will call and I will engage. I take mm -hmm. it so seriously. Yeah. And so when I was there, I couldn't ask my team to investigate because it would look tainted to investigate with their boss. <laughs> and so from there, I actually went to inside counsel. So okay. your next recourse, if HR doesn't help you or you are HR, is to go to attorneys on the inside of the organization or outside of the organization. Hmm. And so I went to attorneys inside the organization and they're like, oh no, that person's scary. Oh. And, and I was like, Yes, I know. <laughs> and um, and then they're like, well, you should try and go to the board because I was dealing with a chief executive who reported to the board. Okay. And so I went to them and all of them acknowledged a problem. Yeah. Some of them wanted to fix it. Some of them said, well, it doesn't hurt us. And then okay. one of them went and told this person who really let me have it after the fact. Oh, so how conducive was the environment, you know, when this person had heard you reporting about bullying, about being bullied at the workplace? Was this yeah. Still well, that's what's interesting is my organization, I think, reflects a lot of organizations. Mm -hmm. So if you have um, a low-ranking employee who bullies someone, okay. um, fired on the spot. Oh if it's an God. executive, though, they get very scared. And um, part of that's liability, because if they don't address it or there's findings, yeah. no one's going to sue a company for a lot of money if harm was done by an hourly employee. But if the executive does it, you know, the reputational is dam you know, damage can be really significant. And so it becomes far more high stakes. Hmm. And so, and what they tried to do is I kept having to force them over a matter of a year to yeah. say, here are our policies. You know, there were laws that were being broken. I've come to you with a very serious accusation, you know, by law, you have to investigate. And I kept having to force it and to document what they were doing wrong um, throughout the process. But the climate of fear of not engaging was so entrenched. I mean, this individual had been torturing people for years and it was just an open secret. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I came on as a new person in HR and saw this and started mm -hmm. questioning it that anything moved forward. Mm -hmm. So as, as the HR um, manager, what did you do, you know, to promote and facilitate safe reporting? So, um, I mean, via, via informal process, uh, you know, or even um, via litigation. Yeah. And so, you know, I think there, there's a couple of ways you can handle it as head of HR. One is, you know, 
creating a lot of safety for the other executives so okay. that they can come to you if they're struggling with something, if there is a complaint, so that we can work out problems when they're small okay. and, and mediate and try and correct when there's little problems. But you also, in every interaction that you have with people, you have to establish psychological safety. Hmm. That's really, that's nice. It is. And, and a lot of people tend to focus on only one side of that. And so no matter what situation, I preserve people's dignity. I, I always taught my teams and, man, you know, and expected of my teams that we act with courage and kindness. We don't run from hard conversations, but, you know, how, whatever's going on around us, this is how we're going to approach it. Oh, and awesome. so, yeah. And then I think more important than anything else is addressing the hard stuff immediately. In HR, we can't talk about disciplinary actions, but your employees will know if okay. someone's being and they go to HR and make a complaint and then, then they know that that person has either changed the behavior, you know, moved on or, you know, is no longer with the company, then you are you are sending a powerful signal to people that they will be protected and safe here. There has to be accountability. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so very much. So how can organizations um, create a safe, a culture of inclusion and diversity that would, of course, um, create or encourage employers to speak up whenever they experience bullying or uh, um, discrimination and um, harassment in the workplace? Yeah, I think it's about, you know, really broadcasting your commitments and talking about those. I mean, yeah. At that same organization where I knew there were some big cultural pro um, problems, we actually um, went through a process where I had the entire um, team kind of come together and develop a manifesto, like a commitment That's to cool. folks. And it, it was a little bit modeled on um, Brene Brown. She has a beautiful mm -hmm. kind of manifesto about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay. And so I wanted it to be authored by the human beings of human resources. And then I had um, I had a two-story wall in my um, office cool. that I had that printed. So mm -hmm. it was a, a, a big signal that like, I'm, I'm standing behind this, this. But I also think it's with your actions. You have to really get in there and say, yeah. even if I'm putting my own neck on the line, even if it's someone who has a lot of power over me, People will know when you engage and, and you have to demonstrate that courage yourself yeah. and other, to have folks do that too. Like they say, Ashton speaks more louder than words. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, the final question is, um, so in creating safe spaces by employees, how can ADR be used um, to create or encourage better um, reporting system you know you know for for employees to feel safe to walk up to to hr or even um to their line manager and say this is you know what happened i you know i was bullied or blah 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 you know so how can adl be um used as an effective tool to create such um spaces you know for employers to feel safe well, I think right at the beginning, one thing that can help is, um, you know, if there's employees that even if you do everything you can to try and reassure them, yeah. um, sometimes taking it outside is the best method. 
And so a lot of companies will have two things. Sometimes we, we have like what we call a warm line. And so that means you can talk to somebody and say, I really want to, you know, figure out how to navigate this, you know, kind of like for smaller problems. But if you're really, really afraid and you're afraid to report to the company, having an outside hotline yeah. can also be very effective. And then they can engage somewhat anonymously. In the U.S., at some point, you're going to have to come forward and share your story. A lot of times there has to be a written statement. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you end up with a system where anyone can accuse someone and then you can make them get fired. And we don't want that. Yeah. Um, and so really wrapping around those um, support services, giving people that time off talking to them about, um, you know, a lot of people, if you've been at your company for over a year in the U.S., yeah. you can take MLA. So yeah. there's protected leave if you're too intimidated to be in that that work environment yeah. and um, really kind of intervening and, and getting those outcomes kind of sorted out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to, I think more important than anything is HR has to be prepared to run interference yeah. between them and a manager than in someone else to really go in and say, you need to knock it off. Um hmm. And explain to them how serious this is um, so that you aren't kind of stepping down into lawsuit territory. And and a lot of that does happen where somebody will get an attorney, put a demand letter, and then it settles very quickly. Um, But I don't know if anybody wins. You know, there's so much stress that goes through that. And uh, that, you know, I prefer to try and say, you know, the stakes are high, bully person you're causing a lot of harm, we're measuring it, and you're the problem, and we need to fix it. So, Thank you so very much. So I forgot to ask you, did you leave um, the organization where you were bullied? Yeah, I did eventually. And so for me, you know, I stayed for a, for a lot longer than I would have liked to. And part of the reason yeah. was I wanted to make a stand, you know, I knew it was wrong and I wanted to document it. And I did. And I always recommend everyone write that down. And um, sorry, is it formal complaint or? Yeah, it was a very formal complaint. Um, And then every time I got pushback from a board member or council, I immediately wrote them an email and called them out so that there was a long record. and, And then I eventually forced an investigation. And at the very beginning, I noticed that most of the targets were women. But by the time they finished this big investigation that I know went wide, several men had come forward. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with the discrimination law. When they, they came back, they put in writing that I had been abused. They acknowledged yes. that. Yes. But they said it wasn't unlawful, which was accurate. Because the person was mean to both genders and that was documented. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I had no complaint. And so in my case, what I ended up doing, I did hire an attorney Okay. and say, you know, damage was still done mm-hmm. and ended up negotiating a pretty good settlement. And so I always okay. recommend that people, you know, at least try. Sometimes you may have to call a bunch of attorneys, but, you know, try and do something. And, you know, a lot of times the company by that point, they have an investigation, they have a million letters, they have things that they do not want out there in the world. Yeah. And so sometimes it can just simply be about using that leverage so that you can get yourself out of a toxic environment, but not be financially ruined at the same mm-hmm. time. At the same time. Well, thank you so very much, Kema. You know, I so much enjoyed um, 
your insights and perspective. I don't really want us to to end um this um, um series, um, but yeah, I mean we have to go. So thank you so very much. Of course, this is a master class. I believe that um employees would you know come forward and feel safe to report um such um behaviors at your workplace. And of course, um, employers as well, and organizational or managers and HR um, would embrace all you have stated here, you know, and of course, create a safe space for um, their employees to report such offenses. And potential users, of course, would, you know, embrace all you have stated about settling in, um, via ADR and, of course, documenting evidences especially um, via formal complaint whenever um, they feel harassed, bullied, or they feel discriminated at their workplace as well. Thank you so very much, Kim, for coming Thank on the you. show. Yeah, happy to. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Take care. Have a lovely day. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.